In 2021, Talk About It Outdoors partnered with an industry-leading brand that has stamped its name on the outdoor industry. Cruiser Saddles in itself stands on perfection, and with every climb we make, we elevate ourselves above the rest. In addition to a support to our hunting journey, the men and women behind Cruiser believe in the same principles of life as us. Faith, family, and the blessings of being better as they go in every sit. If your desire to pursue your passions one step ahead of the rest, go ahead and get in the best. Check them out on all the socials or head over to their website at www.cruiser.com. That's C-R-U-Z-R.com. And tell them to talk about it outdoors, boys, and Chasing Weekends sent you their way. The journey of life has a unique way of being able to create tried and true friendships as we go. In forming those relationships, oftentimes good things come to follow. Talk About It Outdoors is proudly supported by Cal Hardy of Arrowhead Land Company. Cal is the leading broker over Georgia and is happy to assist you with finding the place where you can call home. With vast knowledge and an understanding of the ever-evolving real estate market and a unique old-school approach to everything he does, he exemplifies what it means to treat others like you'd want to be treated. Don't settle for being just another number in a phone. Choose Cal Hardy for all your land, home, and commercial real estate needs and become a part of his family. We sure are blessed to have him as a part of ours. Find him on Facebook, Instagram, or give him a call at 770-296-2163. Step back to the times when a feed store was more than just that, and the people inside smiled with friendly faces and provided a place for a talk on life, as well as all your essential farm, livestock, and pet needs. Cherokee Feed and Seed located in Ball Ground, Georgia, with an additional location in Gainesville, are the hometown supplier of all your cattle, equine, and pet needs, with the added addition of being able to keep your deer herd healthy with protein and minerals. They also carry an assortment of hunting blinds and gear, and you can rest easy knowing the people that support local ball clubs and children's sports are who your hard-earned money is going to. The people here greet you with a handshake and a smile, and Cherokee Feed and Seed give more than just a product. They give you a welcome that'll make you return time and time again. Stop in next time you're in the area and tell them you're part of the Talk About It Outdoors family. A few years back, when an overbearing and overgrown backyard became an eyesore, I looked for a solution to resolve. LRS Land Services created a stunning and complete transformation turnkey at an affordable price with their mulching services. Not limited to mulching, LRS can provide turnkey grading and clearing, maintenance, right-of-way clearing, and even development for any and all forestry needs. With an innovative outlook on what is best for your land and a completely different approach than others, LRS can transform your overgrown eyesore into a beautiful landscape of your dreams. Give them a call at 404-889-1105 or check their work out on Facebook at LRS Land Services. Logan and his team are ready to make your land brand new again. Building the foundation of your life starts at the base, and the stronger it is, the better. 
Talk About It Outdoors is proud of our strong partnership with United Concrete and Paving and the foundation of support they provide. Whether your new home being built needs concrete work or that driveway you're tired of beating all the bearings from your pickup needs a paving, Michael and his team can provide any residential or commercial project support you might need from the ground up. If you're tired of tripping over that unsettled patio slab or a future shop build needs a smooth start, United Concrete and Paving can get you going when you need it most. Give them a call at 404-831-3036 and make sure you tell them them TAI boys are where you heard it first. You ready, Nick? Let's do it. All right, everybody, talk about it outdoors live in the Wilson studio. We got the whole crew in-house and ready to talk turkey hunting. Even old Mr. 130 got out for opening weekend, and it was successful for some and real fun for others. Y'all pull up a chair and set a while. We're going to talk all kinds of fun stuff. It's going to be a good one. Nicholas, your favorite time of year is upon us, and buddy, I can tell you this much. For an opening weekend in Georgia, it was pretty doggone exciting for me, not just working and killing myself, you know, trying to keep up with everything you got me going on and doing. I even got out and did a little turkey hunting myself. It's official. You do love turkey hunting now. He does. Is it, is it a love factor, or is it just a fun factor? I'm just filling the void in time. I think it's more of a, you're getting on the bandwagon with everybody else. Can I can I be the guy that's hooking up the trailer and not necessarily the guy that's uh, pulling it? Will that be okay? You can yes. start there. Yeah, you can start there. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'll accept for what it's worth. Cody Watson, Nick Wilson, Alex DeBoer, Tyler Moore, and Caleb Wilson all here and ready to talk everything that's going on Turkey. At least one of the guys was successful this weekend. We had some wins. We had some losses. It wasn't Nick, Cody, or Alex that was knocking down turkeys, but one of the newest members – struck gold and put the hammer down on one so can't wait to hear all about that story i got a confession to make okay <laughs> uh-oh it's a jealousy all right yep i found out you're going hunting sunday and I, I said to myself that son of a buck is gonna go kill the turkey it's you know like cody said it's probably gonna have a 12 inch beard three spurs <laughs> he's probably gonna kill the turkey and here i am gonna be probably go turkey list all year <laughs> well it was close you know and, and like you said cody cody called me uh saturday and he said hey let's go hunting in the morning he said i'm not gonna get to go much next week i'm going out of town he said will you will you go and i said yeah let's let's try it so saturday evening he came back up we worked on the studio some more after you guys came over hey appreciate the help from all of y'all uh tyler we was thinking about you, buddy. While sure you, you were just taking you Garth Brooks back to a uh, horse town, so <laughs> it's okay. We understand, but we went Sunday morning, and you know it was a great time. We we had this huge game plan set up on how we was going to do it. We was about to sit down, and boom, he blowed up in the tree. And I thought, all right, we fixed to make this easy. Mo horseshoes fixing to get him another one, and of course it didn't go the way we wanted it to. But I, I'll tell you one thing: there's a common word that I hear you guys talk about with turkey hunting. Uh, What's that word, Nick? I know it. You want me to say it? Let him say it. Yeah, go ahead, Cody. Patience. And I was sitting there <laughs> Didn't thinking, I ask him a couple episodes ago? Yeah, absolutely. What's going to make you a better turkey hunter? He's going to get up and walk out. we got to be quiet. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I, 
He texted you, and I, I I said, who you texting? He said, Nick. I said, what did Nick say? He said, sit here and call him to us, and he'll come. And I was like, well, that's fine. So I I don't – he kept asking me, what do you want to do? Like, I care. I was like, I don't care. I want to shoot a turkey in the face. That's all I care about doing. You tell me what we need to do. I, I had a conversation with Nick after that day about that scenario, and I told him, I said, I have a bad habit of when I go with people that might not know as much about turkey and I ask them, what do you want to do? When I should just take the lead sometimes. I did the same thing with with uh, my neighbors and stuff when I took them. You know, I went with them Saturday. And I should have just stuck to my gut and done, done what I was supposed to. But I did. I text Nick while we were sitting there. The turkey had moved off. And I asked Nick, what, and he said, stay put. And well, then when the day was over, he screenshot it and sent it back to me. <laughs> yeah, you did. And circled it. And circled, circled it. it in big red yeah. letters. And I was, I was, you know, Cody said, well, let's, let's, we got to get in front of him. So we tried and we got down there and we crested the hill. And I'll be honest, me not being a, a knowledgeable turkey hunter, I looked down there in the woods and I was like, I ain't I a redhead. It ain't a hen with a white head. It's got a blue head on it. What is that thing doing? And it was blowed up down there in a the holler. And I thought, he's right there. And then they walked probably 30 foot from us over a bank and i was sitting there and if he had cup up over that hill i'd have turned him into mush pudding there wouldn't have been no head left because it was right in their face not with a tss though um, let me let me add you that uh he went to dollar general the night before and picked up some shells for alex to shoot so he wouldn't let you shoot one of those rogues Uh uh-uh no he had a he had a um i think it was a federal he bought down there at the army navy store uh some kind of wolf ammo or something (laughs) it was rusted on it so so, so pack it yourself yeah yeah, yeah. Pack didn't been crimped it with his teeth, like a beaver had been chewing on it. Well, you know what reminded me of that hunt when talking about you guys had that bird off the hill and it moved down to the bottom and then came back up, kind of behind you. Mm-hmm. That reminded me about ten or fifteen years ago. I mean, you went, didn't it? It's longer than that. It's been probably I was just out of high school, so it'd probably been at least fifteen years ago. Yeah. And it did, and that you know, it was we came back to the original spot, and when I crested the hill, he was blowed up in the middle of the road, five foot from where I was sitting, you know, all morning, and I was like, he's right there, and I tried to army crawl down there. I tell you what, if you want a turkey hunt, there's one piece of advice I'll give you: you better get down on your hands and knees and practice crawling, because my dog on neck still hurting from having to look I up like you. that. And I take the 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 whole joking aside. Yes, I didn't, I didn't load the gun with TSS because I'm saving it for my Utah trip, <laughs> but. Had had he had TSS in, he could have he could have shot that turkey. So um, you know, but I I got a question for you, Alex, because um, you know, you not wanting a turkey hunter say you don't like it or whatever. What was your first thought when that thing first gobbled? Oh, my old heart got to race. Did you know it was going to be right there? No, no, you know I was going to be that close. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no, I I expected because the night before we'd went into to the backside of the property and blowed one off the roost i mean right out of the truck he flew and i i didn't know what it was i just seen a turkey flying i thought well and coach's like that's a big old gobbler here. i heard you look like a canebrake rattler over there son shaking was you oh yeah oh, i got nervous. excited yeah yeah i got excited i mean anytime i'm about to blow something's head off to get you know i'm gonna shoot him in the face talk about it outdoors nation there's still hope for him <laughs> well i think the, the the hate's not there like i try to make it out to be but it sure does make it for a good conversation aggravating you but we saw him and you know, we went back and tried to get on that bird again, and we, we were right back on top of him. I watched Cody put on a clinic calling in a hen. If we was hen hunting, son, we had him dead to rights. They was coming in hot. I mean, on a string. But it was fun and, you know, enjoyed it. But that's 
that's enough about me. What about you? You you had a uh, exciting weekend. Heard a lot of birds, didn't you? We did hear a lot of birds, you know. But they were, uh, of course, they were on somebody else's property, um, somewhere we couldn't hunt. We wanted to go to public ground, but again, it wasn't open this weekend. And we had even mentioned it. I was like, let's go over there because we we heard some birds on this property on Sunday. And I said, let's. I said, shoot, they're not over here. Let's run to some public ground. And I was like, oh yeah, we can't. We got to wait till next weekend. But um, exciting weekend. We got out. Saturday, and I think we end up hearing four Saturday. We call one within drumming distance from us, but he we couldn't ever make him out. A coyote come in, bumped him up. They took back off, um, came back up to that kind of the property line, I'm going to say. I don't want to give too much information for some people may know where it's at, but um, came back up to the property line. I could never put eyes on him just with the, the thick growth there in front of me, but I, he was close enough to spit and drum, and they're usually within sixty yards. If if you can hear them do that, yeah. so I got to hear that. Did you? Yeah, that you know. Yeah, I, he was shaking in feathers. I'm telling you, it was exciting. I, I might get into this after yeah. all, as long as I, I ain't got to walk as much as we did. <laughs> I missed out on a great opportunity to film that because I was he was crawling down that road, and I was crawling. I was trying to get around the bend where I could film, and by the time I got the camera set up, but I was watching the whole time with our eyes because we'd stop and then he'd spin. He'd come out, spit, and drum. Then we'd crawl some more. And, uh, boy, he's putting on he's putting on a show. I never did I, hear him drum, per se, right there. I, I didn't. I mean, I don't know what I'm listening for, but I, I could hear him doing that spitting. Yeah. And I'm sure he You probably heard him drumming too. right after. Yeah. But, yeah. I, you know, I was listening to Cuz Strickland today, and what they were talking about spitting and drumming. I don't know where that comes from. I don't know what makes them. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know what makes them do that. But – well, when they get that the close, episode, you, you, you better cl- you better click the safety <laughs> off. So. Yeah, so, but that was I mean that was basically my weekend. wasn't much much footage at all. Just I mean it was a, I had a how long did I hunted like six hours Saturday, and somebody's decided to get married on opening weekend of turkey season, so I had to go to that. And then Sunday we hunted up until lunch or a little after, but it was quiet though. You know, a lot of people was they were either on birds, birds gobble on a limb, hit the ground, completely hush. And I don't think that's just Georgia. I think a lot of people are, are noticing that across the southeast here that I keep yeah. hearing from. So you're either on them or you, you're on them and hear them, but once they hit the ground, that's it. You're over. And I tell you, man, I, I really do think that the hens are already laying. I mean, yeah, I, I, well, we, you and I talked about it. I, I'm almost 100% sure we bumped one off the roost over close to where I live coming out of the woods the other day, uh, like a midday set. Mm-hmm. We come out, and she come up out of – some thick brush and took flight and i mean only, i i bet she was in nesting there yeah but it, it's crazy and that i mean because you talk about the the whole you know gobbling and hitting the ground you know i had a chance to take my neighbor and they got a nine-year-old son and we went down to their property uh down middle georgia on saturday for an opener had one gobbling right away he gobbled twice on the roost and uh we moved in on him but it sent, when he hit the ground he was done and you know we just couldn't couldn't make it happen but it's a it's tough right now it is tough right now and i I think there's a lack of hens a little bit too even though that one hen may find him um you know i was thinking here just a second ago about them hens getting carried away like they did with you guys this morning Mm -hmm. and, and us um on saturday i think those hens are kind of territorial i think they come in that area and they start they find that bed they don't want that other hen in there they don't want her messing around, yep. and I think that's why they get so aggressive like that. I think that's what it's more about. I that, I told Alex this morning. I I told you on the phone as well. I think 
because we know where this particular turkey is now and his kind of area that you would probably be better off letting him hit the ground, not making a sound mm-hmm. and almost just deer hunting him. Or, you know, once he gets on the ground and he kind of gets done with that hen, then you, you might have a chance at calling him, you know, after he breeds her or whatever and she goes on about her day. Uh, I think you'd have a better chance killing that bird that way versus trying to call him, you know, let him know you're there off the roost and hoping he, cause you know, we, like I said, we went back and, uh, she was between us and him and she did some tree yelps and some clucks. And when she took flight, she went the other way mm-hmm. and he went right, right with her. Well, a couple of things I think people need to do when they're listening to this episode is take into account that right now those, those turkeys are going to start laying eggs and you're going to start seeing a lot of fawns being born. And I seen this thing on the, um, Georgia Outdoor News last night, I believe it was, something like that. I saw on Facebook, you know, leave that stuff alone, you know. Don't touch it. Don't mess with the eggs. Don't yep. mess with the baby turkeys. Don't mess with those baby deer. Leave them alone. And, that, that you know, the mom may not be around at the time, but she'll come back. So, I think that's good, you know, good for young people that don't really know if they see a young deer. It's not it's, – it's okay. The mom put it there for a reason. Right. But also, you know, again, last year we there was a survey that you can fill out through the uh, Georgia DNR – and it'll basically, and you fill it out each time you hunt, and it'll tell you, ask you what county you hunted, how many birds you've seen, um, how many hens you've seen, how long you hunted, were you a hunter or a guide? And I filled that out on Saturday, Sunday, and I filled it out every day last year I hunted. And it's only going, it's only going to help Georgia. Absolutely. So we all need to be doing that. I think that'd be beneficial for all of us if we're, if we're not doing it already. Yeah, because just like you and I went youth opener, and you know that place is genuinely covered up. And we, have, I still, I've yet to hear a turkey over there gobble. Yeah, and I, I don't know what's going on. It's just, I guess the numbers are down, or you know, maybe some other things are going on, building and so forth, or you know, whatever. You never know, predator situation. But it might just be God's way of uh, slowing the, slowing the kill down or some way. Yeah, that's I don't right. Know, letting, you know? letting them breed out a little bit yeah. before we yeah. get in there. Yeah, that's what we've been doing. We try been trying to give them a chance, you know. We're not all like yeah. Tyler, you know, just going to go out so, there and kill one. Everybody ain't giving them a chance, son. Everybody's laylaying them, boy. <laughs> well, and as you make mention of that uh, very feat, and the boys have come in storming strong uh, in support of the growth. Not of the turkey population, because there's going to be one less breeding one less. this year. Uh, and so, Tyler, first and foremost, congratulations. I appreciate that. Somebody on uh, Instagram, I believe, said, who's got the better beard? Is it, <laughs> is it Tyler or the yeah. turkey? Yeah. Um, but so run it run it through. Uh, who was calling first off? Was it you or, or uh, Caleb? I was, I was the one calling. Um, so we went Friday morning before I had to go to work, and we had a turkey just hammering it on the limb. I knew exactly where he was, knew exactly where he pitched down. I told Caleb, I said, Saturday morning, we're going to be right here, and he's going to come down in our lap. And we get over there Saturday morning, walk in, stop for just a minute to talk, figure out where we're going to set up, and he flew off the limb right above us. I'm like, well, crap, we done busted that one. So we sit there for probably, what, 30 minutes maybe? And he gobbled up on the ridge across the creek. I told him, I said, well, come on, we can sneak around, try to get up to him. Well, we got up there, and he was gone. Um, so then we went to his spot, sit for a while, no luck. Hunted Sunday morning, didn't even hear a gobble. Nothing Sunday morning. And I text him uh, later that afternoon. I said, hey, I'm going to go hunt. You want to go with me, video or whatever? He said, yeah, I'll go. So we got over and got set up. I said, I think the turkeys are going to come out in front of us, walk this 
fence line coming up, and it should be perfect. I got plenty of openings. He had plenty of openings to video. So we sit there and call for a while, and the wind was just ungodly. I mean, it was crazy windy. I told Caleb, I said, I don't know, we might just be wasting our time. And we sit there, and I kept, I thought, man, I hear something behind us. And I turned around and looked, and I seen a redhead pop up. I told Caleb, I said, oh, my God, he's right behind us. That turkey never made a sound. Was that just feeding and scratching? I guess, yeah. That's the only thing I can come up with. Never never cut you off and gobbled or nothing? Never gobbled. And, and we had been calling, you know, and nothing. So they they came in behind us, and I started to ease around to my right. Caleb turned the camera and got on it. They come up to Caleb's right. And if I could have shot him right there in the woods, but I'd have had to shoot between him and the camera, and I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't doing that. So... Uh, they went on out kind of to the fence line, and I thought they was going to turn and come left and come in front of me. Well, they didn't. They went right. And they got out there in the field, and I started – I called just a little bit, some soft call, and started scratching in the leaves, and he gobbled one time, and they just kept walking. They were not interested in us. So me and Caleb were talking about it, and I said, dang, I don't know what to do. I said, they're not coming back over here. I said, we can try to work around to the bottom of the field. There's a big dip in the middle of that field, and – I said, we can try to work around there and see if we can get on them or at least figure out where they're going. So we made a game plan. That's what we did. We snuck out through that field and got almost to the top right there where it dips down. And Caleb's like, oh, my God, they're right there in the corner. And he said, there's three of them now. So we got down. I said, dang, I don't know. I said, I don't know what to do. I said, we can't call them because they're not coming back. I said, the only thing I can think of is we're just going to have to belly crawl up through here. So I started belly crawling. I bet I crawled 100, 120 yards. And I did not realize how many briars were in the middle of that field. I had briars everywhere. One got stuck on my face mask. I had to get it off. I had my binoculars on. They kept getting hung up. And my neck, I'm like, Alex, my neck was killing me. It just finally just quit hurting. Uh, so we crawled up, and I had a little row of briars between us that I tried to stay behind. And the turkeys, two of them were working back toward the wood line, and one of them kind of was coming down to the left towards us. And I thought, man, if he comes, just I got one opening right here. If he'll step out in that opening, I said, he's, he's dead. I didn't have a range finder, didn't know how far it was. Well, he never did. He stayed between me and that that um, briar patch. So I thought, well, it's now or never. I got to send it. And shot, and he just started flopping. And me and Caleb walked it off. It was 52 yards Wow, that I shot him at. How was that experience that first red dot? Oh, I, if, if it hadn't been for the red dot – I don't know that I would have shot him, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but I was just that confident having that red dot on there. So, if for not killing a bird last year, it felt mighty good. <laughs> I bet it did. I'm not going to lie. It felt good. Now, hold on just a second. Who that whole diatribe story you just told, we heard something before the show. Where was Caleb <laughs> in all this uh, yeah. situation? I, I want to hear that. <laughs> so, as we come out in the field and everything, we see the turkeys. I spotted them and told them to get down real quick. So, we talked about a game plan. He said, I'm going to crawl on up there, and you just sit right here and video because we didn't want to get bust the turkeys. So I set the camera up, start videoing. You could barely see the turkeys out there in the top corner of the field. And I videoed Tyler crawl across this field for maybe 100 yards out in front of me. And I was like, okay, well, if he's out there and I can barely see the turkeys, there ain't no way I'm going to get it on video. So I turned the camera off and started crawling. And I crawled all the way up there. He had no clue. Wind's blowing like crazy. He had no clue. I was right next to him. So I'm in a briar thicket. And I look <laughs> over, and I said, Tyler, 
don't shoot me. <laughs> and because the turkeys, one, I see all three of them, and one of the turkeys is working to my right. So I'm thinking, dang, if he turns to shoot, I'm going to be in between him again. So I'm like, Tyler, again, do not shoot me. And he do didn't even, not he, seek the treasure. He didn't even budge. He's not even paying me attention. I'm thinking, oh, my God. So I, I got the camera set back up, hit play and everything, started videoing. And I'm videoing one turkey through the briars. I can see him playing his day. And I'm thinking, okay, that's the turkey he's going to shoot. That's the closest one to us is what I was thinking. And then I'm looking. I look back over at him, and he's done crawled another 10 foot forward. And I could just see his uh, feet sticking up out of the briar thicket. And then I finally sit up a little bit, and I can see his head. And I'm thinking, he's not looking at the same turkey I'm looking at. So I raise the camera up and start looking over them briars and finally seeing a turkey right in front of him. And I turned the camera right on the turkey, and I'm thinking, Lord, please let this be the turkey he's about to shoot. And, I mean, it probably wasn't a minute, two minutes after I turned the camera on it. Boom, that thing went to flopping and everything. And he jumps up starts running, and I stand up real slowly and turn. I'm looking at the other turkeys. If I had a gun, I probably could have got on one of them and shot. But I ended up videoed him run down there to the turkey, and then I made the walk down there and got to video him talk about it and everything else. So, it was a fun hunt. So once you guys, once you realized Tyler that Caleb was over there, was it after you shot? Yeah, it was after I shot. I had did no it, idea he was there. So did it ever cross your mind that you could have scared those turkeys off? <laughs> yeah. Did you say that? Did y'all get into like a fight after this? No, we didn't. I was I was so pumped up, I didn't know what was going on. Would, you, what would you have done if he'd crawled up through there next to you and he'd scared them turkeys off? Oh, I would. It would have been bad. <laughs> I, that would have been twice he would have screwed me up. Is this what, just in this weekend? Yeah. Well, because he had a shot through me to if, get the turkey. If I would have been oh, solo, oh. I could have shot him in the woods. Whose yeah. idea was it to go in there so tight on Saturday and bump those birds off a little? Well, so we had no idea he was roosted where he was. I oh. thought he was going to be back across the creek. Gotcha. And I thought if he does, when Look he pitches Look at you trying to bait an argument right now. I'm trying to get some excitement here. <laughs> we didn't have no arguments over the weekend. I think no. it went good. Yeah, I tell you one thing though. While I was crawling out through there, there was a whole lot of praying going on. <laughs> I guarantee you. The whole you. time I was crawling, it wasn't warm enough yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it gets a little bit warmer, then you'll have to worry about Mister No Legs out yeah, there. Yeah, I even told Caleb. I said, "Boy, I don't know what I'd have done if I had a snake popped up on that field." <laughs> Turkey's been gone. <laughs> See, I told him I wasn't too worried about the snakes because the uh, usually in them fields like that, it's usually rat snakes, black snakes, something like that. And I'd crawled up on a turkey before. And I had a black snake pass me and crawl over my barrel, and I videoed it with my phone. And it was about a four-foot-long black snake, and I just kept my mouth shut. And he went right across my barrel, and I crawled up there. Better than me. Yeah. You know, yeah. I would have been gone. I'd I'd have been I crawled gone. 30 more yards and ended up killing that turkey that morning. I I'd have shot the snake in the turkey. <laughs> but, yeah, went back for him. it. I not about the snakes. Snakes don't really bother me. As long as I get to see them, I'm fine with them. But I wasn't too worried about no copperhead or rattlesnake right now. So you, you talk about crawling. We crawled. I crawled, you know, maybe 20 yards, maybe down that road behind Alex. And I put my knee down on a dang rock. And I was like, right here's where I'm filming from. I'm not going any further. <laughs> my knee hurt for 30 minutes. There. The only thing I'll say is, is if you got a sling on your gun, you go into a crawl, you need some quick exactly. detaches on that thing. Because that thing was about driving me crazy dragging it down through there. So get you need to change him out to some quick detaches. Dropping them out my gun. Well, I mean, I've just been well off. Oh, you they, they, they are, they are quick. Our they are quick to attach. You just roll it, push it. Well, that ain't quick. I'm talking about you just push the button. Anyway, 
What a great weekend for you guys, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it's well, a great we, all heard, all we, we all heard birds, you yeah. know, and even yeah. the people we hunted with and other people, you know, Jason Lewis got a got a guy a bird. Uh, Cody Mayo even went. Why um, two days? Had already go. He went Sunday. Blowed me out of a coyote hunt Saturday night. We supposed to went coyote hunting. I ain't going. I'm gonna go turkey hunting in the morning. Wouldn't even tell me. Gonna he texted me Saturday about. Oh, it was a little after lunch. I told you what I said, didn't I? Mm-mm. He texted me. He said, "I need some pointers." I said, "Just load your shit up and go to the sideline and start drinking beer." <laughs> I said, "You're helpless." <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness well as we're going over the weekend and everything let's drop right into our shooting you straight this week's shooting you straight brought to you by land specialist cal hardy with whitetail properties if you're looking to buy or sell land in the northwest georgia area give our boy cal a call 770-296-2163 day or night so this week, instead of a question we've got sent in, we had viewer and uh, listener kids submittals for all the turkeys they took. So we're just going to run around the table and go over some kids' names that, that shared turkey hunts with us. You know, may have been wearing a talk about it hat or just wanted to share it with us. And there were several people that were willing to, to send us a picture of them in a hat, and it meant a lot to us, you know. So y'all keep hammering on the birds all season long with the kids, and make sure you keep sending in pictures if you get any. If you didn't get any in on this one, make sure you send them in when you hear the episode, and we'll try to get them posted up. But. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I'll start off then. And I'm starting with Rowdy Townsend. Did you see that bird he killed? The, he killed. He's tagged out. Yeah, he's tagged out in Georgia. He's tagged out in Georgia. Did you see the second bird he killed? Yeah. It was a man. It was a rope. That was the that was a did y'all did y'all see it? He had that shag heel trumpet shining bright in that thing too. He said he said old Clay put him on the on the right trumpet trail to, to get that thing done. Here's a big one. Um we got Raylan Wright. I don't know him. So Raylan is Brock uh Holston's son, buddy up in Illinois. He killed okay. one. Um took his took his first turkey. Um, I'm sorry, excuse me. Raylan is Daniel Wright's son right here in Georgia. He's okay. From out, he was he was wearing a talk about it hat and just tickled to death with it. So that's uh Raylan Wright is uh from out in I think Paulding County. Then you got a Payne Brunson. Payne, that's Stoney's boy, killed him in Osceola, hammered one. Okay, that's the boys from down south or that's down right. Florida. That's yeah. right. Yep. Um and then we got Tucker Holston. That's from the one from Illinois. Yep, that's Brock's boy. Okay. Yep. So, sorry about screwing that up. Daniel. And Brock's Don't the one you went up there coyote hunting with a couple That's weeks. right. Yep. A little 410. I, I sent you a picture of it. He so, you, you, season, you season opened last weekend in Illinois. Mm-hmm. And then, I guess this week, since we know a couple of people that's already killed birds in Illinois. Yep. So, congratulations to those. Yeah. Fine young hunters. Fine young hunters. And there was a lot of people that, that listened to the show. I, I know I, we've seen a lot of people that were successful. I know Jeremy Pinnell, he, he killed one. Um, I think Chandler may have got on a bird. Um, it was there was a lot of guys that we know. Eric Richards killed some birds. I mean, there's been a lot of people hammering on them. And Levi's Levi's taking part in several. I think he's watched five hit the dirt. Now, yeah, so. Osceolas and and <laughs> Easterns and everything else. And RP RP's been thumping on them. And uh, y'all gonna hear a little bit later on a little special guest we got coming on with us tonight. Uh, a, a, a lady known by now by the name of uh, the Queen of Spring. Has yep. been thumping on them as well. So, awesome, good deal. Well, thanks, Cal. If y'all need any land, you looking for land, looking for anything in and around Georgia or anywhere in the country, he can get you in touch with the right place. Our boy Billy's looking for some land. We may have to go check out and hunt. It's Billy's buddy. 
Oh, dang it. Yep. Well, we'll yeah. his Lancer. <laughs> yeah, if he wants, he wants us to check it out for him, we'd be more than happy to. So, And Billy's always repping, you know. Oh, Everywhere yeah, Everywhere he goes, yep. him and Josh Townsend have always got their hat on wherever they're at. It don't matter what the, where they go, they've always got their hats on. So shout out to you boys. And, hey, if you're doing something cool and you got on a Talk About It hat or a shirt or whatever it may be, as long as it's appropriate for us to share, kid-friendly, <laughs> And you better be representing us well if you're wearing that stuff. Exactly. Send us in a picture of it, whether you're behind a deer, turkey, bass, anything you're doing. Large mouth bass. I got something to bring up if you're finished with the shooting you straight. Shooting you straight is done. So that Jeremy guy, I want to bring this up. I don't know him. I guess he's a buddy of yours. No, he was. He actually came to the show at, at GON. He had started listening to us. He was new Chandler and those guys. Okay. And okay. he had sent us a he, – he, he came and saw us. They bought some hats and stuff from always wearing his stuff. So he made a post yesterday on one of those hunting Piedmont things and shared that Chipper Jones episode that we dropped. And I started reading the comments, and it was a lot of negative comments towards Chipper. And I don't remember if it was Jeremy or another guy, but one of the comments said something that Chipper Jones was a mediocre ball player. And I don't remember if it was Jeremy or this other guy that were going back and forth arguing with these guys, but this guy commented, and I, I laughed. I, and the guy said, I don't know if you know this or not, but mediocre – Ball players don't make the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I wish you'd have told me that was on there. That. I didn't see no, it. It was, it was a lot of negativity, so that's why I didn't say that. That's good. I'd have loved to get on there and discussed it a while with them. So I just I thought that was up. funny though. I mean, that's that's the truth. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mediocre wow. people don't make it the Hall of Fame. Wow, that is uh, that is a good point. I like it. I like it. Well, so, you know, thanks, I- Jeremy, for sharing that on there. And and man, what a great episode that was. Oh gosh, if you haven't, go back one hundred and check that out. And that was that was just good all around. We got some good feedback on that. I really enjoyed that episode. For it to get to a hundred already and spin right into your favorite time of the year. I mean, it's we're gonna ride the wave. We're we're on that climb. So, what else you got? I'm good, man. I <clears throat> I know we trying to knock out some episodes here and we got some uh we got some cool things coming up. We got some good episodes coming coming at you guys and hopefully some videos over on YouTube. We're gonna try to start piecing this stuff together as quick as possible and try to get something going and we don't know how we're gonna run it yet. We're gonna try to keep them short, keep everybody entertained and see what the first one should be out hopefully in the next month or so. <laughs> no, I'll try to get it out sooner than that. But y'all go over to YouTube and check all of our stuff out if you're listening on Apple. Or Spotify, go give us a five-star rating. Leave us a review. All the positivity that you can possibly give us helps us grow. Um, what else am I missing? I think that's, that's it. Just I mean, have patience. Have patience. Yeah. Key word of the year. Yes. Have patience in anything you're doing. You want to continue to see uh, see quality content dropped out. If you got any good uh, turkey hunting locations you want to share with me, because Nick's got plenty, just send them over to me. I'll make sure I go over there and blow them out for you. They want the turkeys to be safe. You ain't got to worry. <laughs> well, we all got some – I don't think this episode, but we all got some trips planned um, here and there. But I'm going to South Georgia my next trip. How about you guys? I don't have uh, – my next trip is Utah. I don't, I'm just going to hunt around here until – Local, that. yeah. So, how about you, how about you boys? I'm Local. actually going with Tyler. Yeah, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's got two more birds, right? Yeah. Well, I'm actually one less now because the guy that hunts behind me, his boy shot one yesterday nope. afternoon. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, good for him. So, and then his brother wound up shooting one this morning. Not at that same property though. Okay. Were you guys going? So. Were you guys going anywhere? Just staying local? Uh, for sure, Alabama. I got a buddy of mine's got some property in Bama. We're going to try to go hunt. Um, I think me and Caleb are going to try to go with him. 
And I got property in Alabama too. They're proud of them tags over there. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm good. When are you going again? Uh, probably won't be this weekend because Cody will be out of town and you're you going to be out me. of town. I'll take and, you. You come on with me. Uh, whoever. <laughs> I'm just an old bum leg over here needing to drag along. I'm like a kid. Poor guy. Go. Somebody hit him up and take him turkey hunting. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. Um, I've got a. I've got an open slate for turkey season. I ain't got nothing. Wide open, so. son. I can turkey hunt in the, the good thing about turkey season, I can turkey hunt during the day and coyote hunt at night. And my, my partner in crime as of late, old Bentley Bagwell's been out of town. And I talked to, he called today. I said, you back? He's Coyotes like, are safe. No. Yeah, they're safe right now. So we got some new properties we're going to try to get on and, and things like that. So protecting them during the day. Apparently I'm protecting them <laughs> during the night and the day because, uh, it's, uh, it ain't going to fear me killing one right now. So I got to go, go give us a review guys. All right, cool. Well, hey, everybody, uh, appreciate you listening, and uh, come back and be with us when you can. And remember, smile as you go, but don't forget, mouth to members. Building the foundation of your life starts at the base, and the stronger it is, the better. Talk About It Outdoors is proud of our strong partnership with United Concrete and Paving and the foundation of support they provide. Whether your new home being built needs concrete work or that driveway you're tired of beating all the bearings from your pickup needs a paving, Michael and his team can provide any residential or commercial project support you might need from the ground up. If you're tired of tripping over that unsettled patio slab or a future shop build needs a smooth start, United Concrete and Paving can get you going when you need it most. Give them a call at 404-831-3036 and make sure you tell them them TAI boys are where you heard it first. A few years back, when an overbearing and overgrown backyard became an eyesore, I looked for a solution to resolve. LRS Land Services created a stunning and complete transformation turnkey at an affordable price with their mulching services. Not limited to mulching, LRS can provide turnkey grading and clearing, maintenance, right-of-way clearing, and even development for any and all forestry needs. With an innovative outlook on what is best for your land and a completely different approach than others, LRS can transform your overgrown eyesore into a beautiful landscape of your dreams. Give them a call at 404-889-1105 or check their work out on Facebook at LRS Land Services. Logan and his team are ready to make your land brand new again. Are you in need of a decluttering barn or garage slap full of stuff you just don't need? Or is your construction site needing a dumpster? Give our buddy Tony at Georgia Junk and Dumpster Rental a call. With services ranging from junk removal to roll-offs, Georgia Junk is here to help with any and all removal needs. If it's time to get that parking spot back or the boat needs a place inside, Tony and his team can surely assist. Servicing Cherokee, Cobb, Bartow, and surrounding counties, give them a call at 404-406-3501 or check them out on Facebook at Georgia Junk. Clean up the yard in short order with Georgia Junk.